Welcome back, everyone. It's your host, Jarrell Mack. We are three episodes in. Yes. Thank you all again for tuning in and listening. Um, but this is Guys Talk 2. Um, back at it again. And this time, this week, uh, we're going to be discussing Black gay representation in the media and its impact on its audience and culture. Um, and I have my friend Justin here to help me kind of discuss that topic because he is all things I feel like media in a way. You know, we always talk about our faves all the time. We both have strong opinions <laughs> about <laughs> entertainment and media and social media. So I'll let Justin do his own little introduction. Oh, okay. Hey, um, <laughs> really excited to be here. You know, um, guys talk too, so I'm here to talk along with you. Uh, but yeah, um, like you said, we definitely always have our strong opinions on media. Um, you've been on my show before. We've kind of discussed things in the workplace. But yeah, um, I'm happy to be here. Um, I know we met in Atlanta when I first moved here about five years ago. So now we've been coming like up that. on five years, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to be here. And I'm really excited for your new show. I can't can't wait to hear the rest of it. Appreciate it. Yeah, like... Yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's five years. I, which is really crazy because it didn't feel like five years. I felt like I felt like it was like yeah. two years ago. But <laughs> but no, I've been gone 20, from Atlanta. Was like right, right. Twenty twenty was like three years and one. So that was like yeah, you know how that was. <laughs> well, no, but then that that pushed that time frame back to like ten years. Um, right. <laughs> so now I have known you half of my life. Um, there's. <laughs> There's that piece, but no, yeah, Justin got his own podcast, um, and it's really dope. So if uh, I shouted out last week on my podcast, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you if you are interested, go check out um, JT Talking Lit. Um, we'll remind you at the end again, so y'all know to go listen to it and subscribe. Definitely. But no, we'll just kind of dive into um, my weekly little wind down. Um, how has your week been? And then I can kind of like discuss how my week was. You know what? This is one of the better weeks I can say in the past. It's kind of been a little stressful. I've definitely been down on myself a little bit um, as far as just like the pressures of the world. Oh, but tell me this about it. week... <laughs> <laughs> this week has definitely been better. I got a few things lined up that I'm really excited about that I don't want to jinx. So yeah, yeah. if I'm ever back, I'll definitely give you the update on it. But I don't want to put too much out in the universe because, you know, not everybody is, is praying for you like they need to pray for oh, you. Somebody's praying for your downfall. <laughs> listen, I feel it. I feel it. You know, I'm the same way. I, I just texted one of my friends and I was like, oh, no, I got this idea. I only told you and one other person. I'm going to keep it that way. It's going to be us, us three and God. Like, yes. we, okay. <laughs> like that is that's what's going to go. Um, but no, I definitely feel you. Um your week has was like what my week was last week, kind of like the pressures mm-hmm. of life and being an adult and kind of just absorbing that and kind of meditating on it and whatnot. I don't even know what I did this week, which is really crazy. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I have weeks where it's just kind of like a blur. And I'm like, <laughs> what just happened? Like, I just blinked and now it's Friday again. Like, what? Um, yeah, that's kind of no, how it's just... been. It feels like, um, like especially 
I don't know if January always feels like about a year long month. And then once we get out of January, <laughs> it feels like everything else is just like fast forward. So it's like, okay, we're at the end of March already. Wow. You're about to have a birthday coming up. You're about to I be mean, 39. No, I'm not 39. I'm sorry. 29, 30. Yeah. What you about to do? No, I, I, I know my age. I turned 30. Everyone else may be like, oh, I'm 21 again. No, I'm good on that 20 shit. I don't I don't want to live nothing in my 20s. Keep all of that. No, but no, that, that's exactly how it feels. It's like January is long as fuck. And then February comes and, you know, it goes really, really quick. March, we don't have no holidays. So we got to go the whole 31 days with no break. Um, but once I get past my little brother's birthday, his birthday is the 19th. Once I get past that, everything goes by really fast because then my, I'm so anxious for my birthday to get here that it, gets, yeah. it goes really fast. And then my birthday comes. And next thing you know, it's like December. And I'm like, what the heck? Christmas. What just happened? Right. <laughs> like, like what, what just happened? Like, why, why is everything going by so fast? It's, it's really wild. But yeah, once right, you don't right. months with 31 days in it, like we need to get rid of them. They over here talking nice. about abolish daylight savings. We need to abolish months that have 31 days. Um, make all these joints be 28. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> anyway, well, I guess technically they all do have 28, but whatever. Um, but <laughs> are you ready uh, for something fun? I'm ready for it. Let's do it. <laughs> so if you know my old podcast, The Hips and Average Joe Show, me and my co-host V, we used to do riddles all the time. Well, we used to have some type of fun icebreaker. It wasn't always riddles, but we kind of stuck with riddles. Um, oh, Lord. And I'm going to bring that back when I have co-hosts on my show. Riddles kind of ease us into the conversations. Um so call me the Riddler. I think they're easy. On, Riddler. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're I think they're easy. Um, but we'll see. We'll this see. isn't gonna be like a um episode of Are You Smarter Than the Fifth Grader, Are You? Okay, don't be out here embarrassing me in these streets now, man. I let, mean, let me hit the riddles. <laughs> are you smarter than the fifth grader? Okay, so we're about to find out. <laughs> we're gonna go, we're gonna go with the easiest one. The one that I think is the easiest. What is the okay. laziest mountain in the world? The laziest mountain in the world? Yes. Oh, I'm about to bomb all of these roads. The laziest mountain in the world. Just think of all of the mountains that we have and think of which one would be the laziest. Mount Everest. Yes. Yes. That's okay. actually correct. <laughs> but see, the way the answer was, it was like Mount Ever Rest. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I got that right by the skin of my teeth, boy. <laughs> and that's, what I said. that's what I thought it was going to be easy because I said he's only going to know like one mountain, and the one mountain he's going to say is going to be the mountain that's going to be the correct answer. <laughs> I was like, what other mountain Ooh. would he say? All right. Mm, so. Mm, mm. Our next one is, okay, this one may be a little bit harder. What is easy to get into, but hard to get out of? A relationship. No, I was just playing. Uh, (laughs) In a relationship, yeah. (laughs) No. (laughs) That is not the answer. (laughs) Uh, What is easy to get into, but hard to get out of? Yes. Your head. 
Good answer, but the wrong answer. Damn. You want me to give you a hint? I was real deep. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, ooh. <laughs> you think it a little bit too hard, too hard, too hard. I'm not I'm not really the Riddler. It ain't going to be that hard. Right, right, right. All right. It was a board game. What is easy to get into but hard to get out of? Yes. And it was a board game. It was a board game. The only one that might make the most sense is... Well, no, life wouldn't make sense. Hold up. Um, Monopoly wouldn't make sense now. Is it life? No, that's not the answer. (laughs) No. (laughs) I don't fucking know. What is it? I mean, well, I guess life would be harder. Well, it's actually easy to get out of because you could just... I'm about to start naming board. A clue? Clue? No. It has a fun little theme song. Oh, I don't know. What (laughs) What I tell you, you're going to be like, oh... Trouble. Trash. I don't even remember how to play Trouble. <laughs> is it Trouble? Is it Trouble with the one with the dice know. in the middle and then you push See, it down? Is that Sorry? You don't even it's know. I'm about to say, I think that's Sorry. It's fun getting into Trouble. That's a board game. I know it's a board game, but I don't remember how Trouble is played. I, I keep thinking of a Hungry Hippo for some reason. No, okay. Trouble is the one with the pieces that look like chess pieces, and trouble and sorry is the one with the well, little sorry. No, sorry has that's... the hole in the middle. The little, it's like a little cinder, cinder. Look, um, fuck sorry and fuck trouble. I ain't playing either <laughs> one game. Okay, okay, okay. So this is the hardest one. <laughs> you, you definitely not. Okay. If you get this one, then like it wasn't that hard. Then, all right. Ooh. But I, think this one, I think this one for real for real is the hardest one. Come okay. up, come up and we go, drop and we stay. What am I? Come up and we go. Drop and we stay. Come up and we go. Drop and we stay. See, I feel like I'm thinking too deep about it. I'm feeling like water pressure or some shit like that. But hold up. Come up oh, as we go. Oh, you are close with the water pressure. It's like the tide? Is it like no. tide? No, but you're close. Come up and we go. And what, 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 what is it again? Come up and we go what? Come up and we go. Drop and we stay. What am I? Dun, 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 yeah, dun, I know. Dun. I feel like I feel like Jeffrey caught going. Um, I don't know. I would say tide, no but you're saying that's not right. Um, it's not. It has so to do with water. It's, it's it sounds like it has to do with water. It's associated with water. Come up and we go. Okay, and then we stay. I don't know. Dirt. I don't know. What is it? <laughs> dirt. What associated with water? Your, you know, your answer is dirt. It's an anchor. <laughs> Anchor. I was thinking of that actually. Damn, I was really <laughs> thinking of that. Yeah, I, I was, was like, of, like the um, floating thing that be floating in the water. What's that called? A life, a life, um, a lifesaver. The, little, the, 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 the light that the sequels be on, you know. Oh, the little light post thing in the ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what Ooh, it's called. I was almost there. That's. I knew you was because when you started naming stuff like that was associated with water, I was like, he's on the right track, but. No, this is this is probably gonna be the hardest one. I tried to go from easiest to hardest, so you got okay. one out of three. I and know, right? Kinda... Look at me, and I guess that close. one. Okay, 
Yeah, you did. Because I was like, he's definitely going to have to like, he's only going to name one mountain. And the one mountain he's going to name is going to be the, the correct answer. He's not going to say, yeah, yeah. But there's that. Anyway, thank you for participating in my little riddle. Um, no problem. And now let's get into the nitty gritty. So let's talk about representation. Um, I kind of want this to be a conversation. I do have some questions laid out, but when I ask you the first question, if our conversation leads us beyond the questions that I have, that is perfectly fine. Okay. All right. So I just want to ask you, like, what does representation mean to you? And in what ways do you see yourself being represented in media? You can answer the first part. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so to me, representation means it, it's kind of in, in your question. It's like seeing someone you can identify with yourself in in, in the media and news on TV and shows or something like that. Somebody you, that seems familiar that you've seen, they kind of went through the same struggles as you in life. You know, they look like you, they act like you, they have the same background as you. And to me, representation just means looking in a mirror when you look on social media and you look on TV, you just see people that look like you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's no right. I mean, I guess right or wrong answer to that. Um, But no, I definitely agree. Just seeing, seeing yourself or seeing someone like you on TV. um, Like, when I see represent, when I think of representation, I always think of some quirky, nerdy kid that mm-hmm. that resembles me. Like I think of Donald Glover, um, because I oh, feel like I can see that. Yeah, I feel like when I see Donald Glover, I think of I think of me, but I also think of like Frank Ocean too, because I feel like Frank Ocean is the cooler side of me. Mm-hmm. Um, and but I feel like Donald Glover is literally me. <laughs> I'm like if. If there's anyone on TV, I'm like, Donald Glover. Granted, Frank Ocean, I guess, is the gay part, but or the bi part, but I'm not bi, but you know what I'm the queer yeah, part yeah. of me. Yeah. <laughs> um, so no, I definitely agree. Um, and I mean I guess that's my ways of how I see myself in the media. I see if I see some nerdy kid, I'm more gravitated towards that person, that black kid character on television versus um seeing like a jock or whatever Mm. that's a weird a jock athlete right you know and i also you know just kind of going deeper in that too representation doesn't necessarily always have to be like the carbon copy of you because i know sometimes Mm. with me you know like when i try to manifest and see myself further along in life it's almost like i can see a fantasy version of me or more put together yeah. a more extended version of me who, who I want to be or where I want to be in life. So sometimes, even though I don't necessarily fully recognize myself in everybody, um, representation can also kind of be like a manifestation tool a little bit too, because, you know, if you see like a positive influence on TV or in the media, then that can kind of inspire you to get to that point in life. I know. And one thing is actually kind of interesting that you did say Donald uh, Donald Glover kind of represents you because I've always told you every time I listen to Kid Fury like even like when it was like <laughs> on YouTube and everything like that like I always f- y'all talk alike oh my god y'all act alike like I always think of Kid Fury when 
is you. And I'll be listening to his podcast. And I'm like, is this real? Like, God damn. Like, it, like, it's to the point where, like, I have to make sure I'm looking at the right. I'm like, okay, this is not the hipster and the average Joe show. This is the real. Okay, what's going on? But yeah, oh like, God. I definitely, <laughs> y'all definitely are like, I mean, we have the, the same person. <laughs> we have the same cadence when it comes to, like, yes, our feelings and how passionate we get about certain things and how we feel about the world and people. Uh, I don't think we sound the same, but I definitely feel yeah. like, when he has his his moments of like hate in the world, I'm like, oh no, we see eye to eye. Like, but that's yes. our fire sign yeah. inside of us. That's why that's mm-hmm. why you can see that. Um, but no, I he's think, an I think no, he's a Sagittarius. Okay. Yeah, so I think I think that's that fire. But no, I think I, I do agree. Um because I also see Pharrell. Like I think I call Pharrell my father because like everything Pharrell yeah. does as far as like his brand and who he is and all that good stuff. I'm like, that's what I want. Like he's a mogul. And I'm like, that's what I want to be like. I want to, I want to be a mogul like you, sir. Like your creativity, your, like your style, your sense of everything. Yeah. Like I want it. Like I see me doing that. I see a version of me doing that. I see me wanting to be like that when I get older, like, like, all of yeah. it. Um, so I think, yeah, it does kind of like you don't necessarily have to see yourself, but kind of seeing like a version or yeah, who you want to be. It's kind of like your vision, um, kind of like a vision board in a sense of physical walking, talking <laughs> vision board. Yeah. Um, and kind of similar to that with me, I've always had idols as far as in the music industry or in the industry and in in general as far as black representation because you can kind of break it down into representation as far as black and then as a gay male you can break it down into representation as a black gay male into a certain field or a certain industry um and with me the future version of myself who i've always wanted to be was like a jay-z a diddy i've always like really aspired to just like i love their hustle mentality um and I see their hustle in me. That's the one thing that I can recognize with them when I do see those two. Um, of course, not everybody's perfect. They do have some some negative traits about them and toxic traits about them as well. But as far as the positive on it, you know, it's seeing Jay-Z doing this thing that he does with the in, uh, NFL and like being this black billionaire right. in these spaces that are not set for black people in general. And then Diddy doing the same thing and other entrepreneurs out here who are not not necessarily like in the media like that, but you know, you pick up a magazine, you might see a black man on the cover that's like a real estate tycoon or, you know, anything like that. It's, it's just really important to see that because they don't want us to have those spaces, you know, by the right. day, I mean, white people, white. they don't really want no. us to have that. So representation just in general as as a black community is it's important that we not only when we get to these spaces we do it correctly because you know you want to lay a path for somebody to come behind you um you know but it's just important to just have that it's just important to get in these spaces because they don't want us there with that since we're since we're on the hollywood um tip real quick do you think hollywood does a good job in representing black men in the media um because you know we have little nas x now and then we kind of have like santana um so do you think that hollywood does a good job in representing us so okay you mentioned little nas x and santana so are you saying like gay black males or black, gay males, black males in general? gay black males 
Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. And you know what? You th- let me. This is like the biggest mind fuck part about it. When you look at blogs like The Shade Room, uh, The Neighborhood Talk, Hollywood Unlocked, most of these blogs are run by gay men. Yep. And the crazy thing is, they're not rep- like it's it's a it's 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 run by us, but you're the ones that's pushing the most negative narratives of not just not just black gay men, but of of the community in general. Just just the most negative narratives, and the comments are just so disgusting. Um, it's it's crazy how they're allowed on a on a platform run by a gay male. It's crazy how like if a post is about like a Santana or a Lil Nas X, how the comments can be so ruthless. And it's like, how is this even allowed on this platform when you're supposed to be pushing our narrative? You're supposed to be yeah. you're helping us get out there. So I think that's the craziest mindfuck. But absolutely not. They do not represent us well at all. Um, but to our point, besides like a Billy Porter or like a yeah. RuPaul. I mean, what, what they don't really, if you're not on that level, I feel like they just look at everybody else as like a love and hip hop type of celebrity. Exactly. So I think they just like to promote the ratchetness as opposed to the success of, of, of individuals. And then even when you come, even with the people like, well, I won't use Billy Porter because I, I kind of. I like Billy Porter a little uh, way more than I like like RuPaul or like Todrick Hall. Um, Because even when you go, yeah, (laughs) exactly. Um, Because even when you do that, it's kind of like they, they represent, they, they, they're black and they're gay and then they're men, but it's kind of like, they don't, they don't push or fight for us the way that we, we would want them to. It's always kind of like, it always seems like a backhanded compliment when they have to say something that has to do with like gay rights, well, gay rights or anything like that. It's kind of like y'all are, we see y'all on TV and y'all should be representing us in a, in a good light and stuff, but they only do it for their, their sake and their fame and their power and their position. And they're not like mm-hmm. uplifting any of us. It's kind of like, Oh, well, you know, I'm here. You're there. Fuck you. Continue to do whatever you do on that network or whatever you do on social media. Um, mm-hmm. And they just kind of like, like you said, they just leave us like to do all like the, the stereotypical oh, finger cl- clicking or whatever, hair tossing stuff. And it's kind of like, well, yeah. you know, not all of us act like that or behave like that. And then that's why we have like people out here who who say the things about us or have these false narratives about all gay men, all gay black men are X, Y, Z. And it's kind of like, well, no, there's different, just like how there's different straight black men, there's different gay black men as well like you can't all categorize us as whatever you have seen on tv or social media and and what whatnot and i feel like the ones who are always highlighted are the ones who are more feminine in a way um yeah. the ones who who are quote unquote ratchet or ghetto and act that type in that sense and i'm kind of like that's cool. I see y'all on TV and that helps a lot of young gay boys like see that because I didn't see that growing up or whatever on TV. And it's kind of like, I like it because I'm like, at least we're on TV and we're in the spaces that, that everyone else is on, whether it's in a negative light or a positive light, however you want to view that space. Um, so I'm like, I'm glad that it's there, but I want somebody that, 
represents me and like how I felt when I was a kid. Like, oh, well, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily look like that or I don't necessarily behave like that or I don't necessarily do those type of things. Like, where are the gay nerdy ones who do X, Y, Z? Because it took me until I was a grown adult on Twitter to see that there was a whole bunch of people out here who like comic books who were gay and black. I was mm-hmm. like, dang, where were y'all when I was in school? Like, I was right, right, I was right. by myself and no one, I had none of y'all here. Like, where, where were y'all? And it would have been awesome and great to see that on like growing up but i guess that that brings me to the next one do you think that social media and hollywood differ when it comes to like representation um you know specifically for like black gay men yeah and i actually was gonna to add something to your point that you just mentioned but this question actually i can kind of piggyback off of that um so i think what we're seeing now to answer your question yes but i think what we're seeing now we're we're in an awkward stage mm-hmm. of yes, we're here. We're here. We're everywhere. Gay people, we've always been here, but now it's so it's 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 in an awkward stage because it's a, it's like a thin line between feeling like a token, feeling like okay, let's just do this for some type of representation, you know, just is like a trend versus, you know, this is like an everyday person. You know, when you go outside, you see all types of walks of people. You see uh white, black, different body shapes, different um, interracial couples. You see gay people. You see, when you go outside, you see the world. And I think what we're doing now is we're actually seeing that happen in the media and in these TV shows. Like, for example, the Proud Family, um, Prouder and Louder episode that just aired on Disney+. Plus. Billy Porter is actually a character on there, and he's uh, married to a white man. In like yeah. in, in in on that show, and it was a lot of outrage about it. They're like, "Why are you promoting this and pushing this on the kids?" And one, I got something to say about that in a second, but uh, you see that, and then you kind of see like anything Tyler Perry does, child is gonna be some kind of um, gay representation, and then you see a lot of people more so getting into drag, and then you see these yeah. drag queens that are kind of everywhere on these TV shows and. In these commercials and these endorsements and then you know you see these gay couples in these movies and it's like now you're seeing more and more of us so it's like making people uncomfortable and that's why i said i think they're in an awkward stage because you got to get used to it we're here we're not going nowhere like we're yep. really not going anywhere so it's almost like we've had to see the heterosexual relationships for up until now so now we're just incorporating that and then the interracial relationships you know in general so now people are seeing what they see when they walk outside their homes and go to the grocery store they're seeing the representation they're seeing it on tv now um and i just think it's very it's just a weird weird space that we're in um and then also to kind of add to your point that you mentioned earlier about like how Billy Porter and um, RuPaul and stuff are kind of like in these rooms, they're not like coming back and helping. I, I don't think they know what to do because if you, if you really think about it, they're like 50, 60 and stuff like that. I think now that they're they, like, they just got into these rooms and these spaces with people and like winning Emmys and on like these hit TV shows and winning both of them have Emmys, like when they're like, like they're yeah. just now getting into these spaces. So I think because they've really had to like really do it before the age of social media and do like the groundwork and Broadway and all types of stuff like that. I just, I'm not sure 
I think they're just like finally seeing it pay off, I guess, if that makes sense. They don't, I'm not sure if they know what to do or how to even go back and reach to grab somebody to pull them up with them. Now, RuPaul might be a different story because I hear some horror stories about him, but you yeah. know, I'm just not sure if they know what to do. And let me, let me, let me rephrase what I said because I just thought about this. I'm like, oh no, let me, I may have like misspoke, not shitting on anything that they have done in the past because I know they have done a lot because they had to break down a lot of borders and a lot of walls um, to even yeah. get to where they are in life, um, especially especially in a time when they was when they was up and coming because people were not accept, accept, accepting of who they were and whatnot. Um, so they did a lot of work, like you mentioned, and they they are in those rooms and Billy Porter and RuPaul are doing everything that they can to to bring in those representation and whatnot. Um, I think Billy Porter more so than RuPaul. That's just me personally. Um, <laughs> because and then once again, it just may be a bias because I just like Billy Porter way more. Um, mm-hmm. But they I mean, they opened the doors for like you know, Todd Carl and shit. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you saw me roll my eyes, but, oh, for uh, sure. yeah. <laughs> but it's kind of like, even with that, it's kind of like everyone's like gay agenda, gay agenda, gay agenda. And it's kind of like, it's not an agenda. We just want, we want more of it. We just want to see more of us. There's so many people on television, especially like if white people can have it, why can't we, they have the token <clears throat> white gay dude on shows and stuff. Why can't we have it? Why can't we have black gay love on television? Why does it need to be a black man needs to marry this white man? Like, why does it need to be that? Why can't we just have black gay love? Why, why, why? Like, it's helpful for little boys who need to see it and want to see it. Um, And even beyond that, like, that's why I like social media. Well, I like social media to a certain extent because sometimes social media can be toxic and be too much. Definitely a break sometimes, yes. A whole bunch of breaks because I've like followed this um, black gay wedding um, page. I love that page. Yeah. Yeah. On Instagram. I love it so much because I'm like, oh, look at all the people in love. And I'm just like, oh, man, like I want it. Once again, representation. That's your feelings too, though. Sometimes. Sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) You'd be like, okay, where the hell did you find this person at? Like, I want this. Like, but it's just like, it's like, at this phase of my life, I'm kind of like, this is what I, this is what I want. This is what I aspire like to achieve one day, like to have, to have love and marriage. So it's like representation like that. Um, seeing people like talk about their relationships on social media and like sitting down and having those conversations with, with each other and showing it to us. It's kind of like, that's helpful because only thing that I have seen growing up was straight, people in relationships and we don't know and i will talk about this later in another episode but like seeing like we don't have representation of seeing like two gay men being in relationships together so that's why i like that um stalin hollywood with um oh my gosh why am i having a bolton what's his for jason bolton and um a song his name is on why am i why am i drawing like a blank on their names um but yeah, Stalin Hollywood, and they're like a gay couple. They have their kid now, and it's kind of like I get to see that. And it's like I didn't get to see that growing up. Who was I? Like, we don't have the same relationship. Yeah. We're not. We're two men. We're not a man and a woman. So 
different emotions, different ways of thinking. So we can't set our norms to that. So seeing those representations um, is great. Um, but circling back to what I originally was talking about, like, yes, Billy Porter and RuPaul definitely did things in the past. And it is time for like a new generation to to come up and stuff. But since they broke down some of them barriers in those walls, we need for more people to push out like some some more some more some a different there we go I'll say that a different mm-hmm. narrative when it comes to gay black men um in yeah. uh, in social media and in Hollywood no I, I I agree with that and then um to follow up on a point you mentioned about the gay agenda you know it's really crazy because what it really all boils down to and the issues that people kind of see when they do see us represented is homophobia and not even trying to get too deep into it but the black community is rooted in homophobia um and i think the why the the more feminine or the more eclectic and the you know the 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 more uh, I guess feminine gays um, gay men or queer people are more accepted because people love the yes honey oh yes they love all of that but then like if it's something serious yep. you know when we're asking for backing in the community then it's like oh I don't like that gay agenda that you were talking right. about but I think it's so funny because if you even want to talk about a straight agenda right if there was a straight, you, you, somebody said on YouTube, I think it was Rodney the Voice. He said on YouTube one time, because people always saying like the gay agenda, like you're pushing sexuality on kids. Do you know Cinderella finding a prince and uh, marrying somebody that she just met? That's that's pushing sexuality. Do you know Listen. Snow White that got to get kissed by somebody? Like you've been, you've been pushing sexuality on kids since since um, kindergarten. Right. And if there was a such thing as the straight agenda, if what people can see on TV and all we saw was the the straight straight couples on TV in TV shows, Martin and Gina, uh, the Huxtables, uh, Cliff, uh, Cliff and um, Claire Huxtable, all these shows that we was watching. Then there would be no gay people if that was no a logic. If that's how because that's what we saw. That's all we saw. So it's like there's always some excuse. But like I said, all boils down to homophobia that's just rooted deep, deep, deep in our community. That's just what it boils down to. Yeah, I mean, no, you you said it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you had it. You said something earlier. I don't forgot. I lost my train of thought because uh, once you started talking about uh, the gay agenda and like the hustles and stuff, my my brain. I was like, yes, 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 yes. It, it's not gonna come <laughs> back to me in time for me to even go back and say, oh yeah, I want to add this point. But, but I mean, yeah, yeah. And then it's like, yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's and it's just like, even if even if that was the case, because um, I think the person I was watching on YouTube said this as well. He was like, if we were model, if we model what we saw off of TV, if, if that's mm-hmm. how the life, the way the world worked, then most of y'all would be out here be doctors and lawyers like Heathcliff and Claire Huxtable. Yep. Or on the radio like Martin and a marketing consultant like Gina, like if if we buy, if we mirrored what we saw on TV, so it's just like stop pushing it and just I I rather people say what it really is. I rather you just tell me you're homophobic, honestly. I really yeah. rather you do that 
Um, and even unfortunately, I hate to say this because you know she's one of my she's one of my icons, my queens as far as in the media. Like I know Tiffany New York had an issue one time where she said yep. something kind of transphobic about T. S. Madison, and then Nene has even said that I think Nene was having a party on one season called um, White. Uh, wear white and the gays or the gays or something something like you kind of like label yeah, them like they're a like a, a pet or like a like a token like they're like um an accessory that's pretty much how most black women treat them like it's like like, like they're in the set like uh the queer communities and is an accessory and um like i said it's crazy because even like a lot of these love and hip hop stars, like they'll come out, you know, they got the hair and makeup team representation of, you know, like that. queer team. Mm-hmm. They got the hair and makeup team, the stylists, everybody that's got your look together, right? But then when they're not in the room, you call them all types of slurs, sissies, punks, blah, 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 blah. It's just crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. And I mean, I'm going to have a whole conversation um, that's dedicated to like, women and like friends women secretly homophobic women and all that good stuff um later down the line uh, i forgot what i called it <laughs> um but i have that coming because i want to talk about that like how you're how it's all fun and games at the beginning when we're when we're like helping you with your makeup doing your hair mm-hmm. styling you and everything but the moment you get angry at us now you dropping mm-hmm. f-bombs and yep. now i'm a sissy and now i'm a punk and now i get bent over now it's all these all these homophobic fl- slurs and stuff but before yeah. it was like i was kikiing with you and yeah sis mm-hmm. all that good stuff um to make you look good but it's just wild, but um, no, I think I think this was a good conversation. I think Definitely. more can be said. More can be said about it um, as far as like representation in the media and how Hollywood and social media can step their game up. Well, more so Hollywood than um, social media because I think every day we're seeing a little bit more representation in social media, and uh, it it's really uh, a good thing. Cause I'm just happy that a younger generation is able to see see themselves on a plethora of platforms um, in a way that we couldn't really see growing up. Cause I mean, I'm thinking in my head like Will and Grace, right? And then like the, even like the in the ninety, right? And like and that's white people. Um, and I didn't even I didn't even care for that uh, as much. But all the stuff like with black people that talked about gay men it was like really them mocking us um and everything mm-hmm. so when i was growing up i i thought of being gay as like a bad thing because of that um and i didn't want to come out because i was seeing how people treated gay people on in the media and whatnot um so that's why i think it's like really important like disney channel is showing more and more of like kids coming out and and whatnot granted some of them aren't really black but i don't know if you watch the tv show on abc family called um greek i've heard of it i've never seen it yeah so it's basically just about a show about fraternities and sororities on um, white ones but they had this black character on there who was like masculine and he played football i think and Ooh. he was gay um and it was kind of like oh snap like oh 
we have a, finally have like a gay black dude on here and it's like he was like keeping it a secret or whatever until he finally started dating somebody um and that came out like around the same time i was watching that show around the same time i was in undergrad so it was kind of like cool to see that and like it, that kind of pushed me to be like okay let me start telling people like hey you know I'm gay and whatnot and having the courage to do it because he had the courage to do it. And I'm pretty sure that mm. I'm pretty sure I was watching reruns of that show. So I'm pretty sure <laughs> I, was, I was like, so it was, but that was like my first time, like connecting with a character on that level um, in, in, in a show. So I'm like, but I'm just really grateful and I'm happy that like, <laughs> Hollywood is slowly doing it, but I still want more representation for little black boys so they can have it. Um, and yeah. you know, they trying to shut that shit down. Uh, they already done banned um, all boys um, aren't blue. I mean, a lot of in a lot of um, schools and whatnot. I don't know if you know what that yeah. book is. No, no, I, I do. Um, and yeah, it's, it's 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 like I said, all roots. It's all rooted in homophobia, um, and I think what our job is as like a the millennial bunch, the generation that comes after us is to, is to make sure that they, they know. And even if they don't see representation, you know, representation doesn't always have to be on media, like on TV or um, on social media. Representation can be, you know, you can be the gay uncle that you might have a um, nephew or a niece that, you know, is kind of, feel like they're not necessarily themselves or kind of really kind of discovering themselves and you can just be the outlet so they can always feel like they can be themselves around you yeah. um, so representation is at home as well and I just think as millennials yeah. us now like I said we're in this weird transition we're in, we're seeing that we're seeing the shift um, and it's, it's an uncomfortable shift for some but I think we have to just stay on top of it and make sure that the kids behind us like we the elders or something like that like the kids behind us the fairy gay fathers basically (laughs) it's it's crazy you know that's the thing about the gay community too you can be a whole gay ass father with six kids and you're damn one of your kids older than you and (laughs) I saw one post one time it was like only um, the gay community would be like, this is my daughter. And then like the daughter would be like a 250 pound, uh, six foot two black man with a beard. <laughs> right. I mean, and I, and, and those be my favorite people, to be honest with you. Um, they be so, they be so fun and, and, and down to earth. So it's like, y'all over here making fun of them here. Like they're the best people on the planet. Um, right. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, cause I, I didn't have anybody like that growing up. I don't know if you did. I, I didn't have I didn't have like there was no there was no gay uncle or gay cousin. Mm-hmm. I was the gay cousin. And no I mean right. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure my family fucking knew. But like, you know, I wasn't out or nothing. So it was like I'm running this shit on my own. I'm so I had to lean towards media. I had to lean towards T V to see it. And it was kinda like, well I mean, when I was younger, I was kind of like, well, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to wear, you know, I don't want to have nails on and stuff like that. Now I'm kind of like, now I want to design my nails. So look how that turned out. Um, right. <laughs> but it's kind of like I was looking to I was looking personally looking at media and stuff. And we didn't have no books, at least from from my knowledge. So, I mean, I bought I mean, I bought um all boys aren't blue and i was reading that 
So it was kind of like, I'm like, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just glad once again and grateful. But um, yeah. thank you for um thank for you. joining me um to have this conversation. Um, there's more to be said. Um, and the conversation can continue um at a later. Uh, there can be a part two down the road um, when more things and more topics come up. Um, but I didn't want to dive uh, too much into anything negative that's happening on TV that has to represent that. Um, I kind of want to stick in more positive lights and whatnot. So I didn't want to yeah. dive into, I think you knew, I think you know what I was thinking in my head about like what mm-hmm. I came up with, why I came up with this topic. Uh, <laughs> so I was just like, um, I don't want to actually talk about that because that's going to make me angry. Um, so I kind of want to move. I kind of want to think more into like representation as a whole, but anyway, uh, do you yeah. have any final thoughts that you want to add um, or anything that you want to kind of close out with um, before I do? Yeah. I would just say in general, um, I can say this is a full circle moment. Um, I know, like I said, it's been five years. Um, but when I was really thinking of doing my podcast, I remember you was on like, you were like my podcast advisor. I don't know if you remember that um, when you were on I the Hips on the Average <laughs> Show show. Um, and I was asking all these questions and everything. Uh, it took me a while to really get the motivation and stuff to get started. Um, but I just had to say this is a full circle moment to kind of be able to be like one of your first guests on your new show. Um, and I'm Fair. just proud of you, man. I'm really happy for you. I think, you know, the sky's the limit. And I think you're just going to do great things and touch a lot of people with um, what you have to say. But, yeah, that's overall, like I said, again, thank you for having me. I'm just really excited to be here. Oh, I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I just needed I wanted to create an outlet for me to get to have conversations once again like that were that I felt were positive and that can impact people and they can look at it and be like, I, I agree. And it's like, I don't want to have like, I want conversations to continue and to build upon. Cause I feel like us as black men, we don't have conversations enough. We don't have those type of conversations. I think all the conversations that we have sometimes, um, come from like a negative place. And I kind of want to Build bridges between us and the straight men, straight cisgendered men, at least, Um, and kind of intersect those. It's gonna be a long bridge, a long bridge, lumpy, kind of broken. It's gonna be. It's it's gonna take a journey because it's 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 gonna take a lot. It's gonna take a lot. But and I can't Mm -hmm. fix everybody, but at least I want them to hear and listen and be like, I get it a little bit. But no, uh, thank you again. Um, if you want to uh, do a, a shameless plug um, so everyone can check out your podcast and your socials, um, feel free. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you can follow me on IG at JT Lit. That's J-T-E-E-L-I-T. And my podcast, we are on a hiatus right now to wrap up season one, uh, but we will be back within like the next month. Um, but that's JT Talking Lit. Um, you can also check out Jarrell's episode that is on there. We were talking about burnout. So that episode is called Burnout is AF. Um, you can check that episode out as well. But yeah, um, JT Talking Lit. I know your theme song started playing in my head. JT Talking Lit. I was like, <laughs> man, he is over here trying to like a rap scene. Like, okay, Drake, let me see you. <laughs> I got a pen. People don't realize my history. I got a pen in the papers now. But oh, so now. you're a ghostwriter. <laughs> I, I have ghostwriter for a few people. Absolutely. Yes. 
half. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but with that, <laughs> thank you. Uh, that was it, Shay. That was it, Shay. I was going to say, I was gonna, <laughs> we going to have to, you going to have to discuss that later. Um, <laughs> off, off, off the, um, off the mic. Um, but no, you. thank you. Thank you for coming. Thank you all for listening and tuning in. And once again, I really do hope you all continue the conversations. Um, talk about it in the comments. Um, send me all your feedback and everything. But uh, until next time, I hope you all have a great week um, and see you on the next episode.